Sergeant B safe here. And do you think I fight crime all by myself? Well, I don't. There's a whole team of us, and right now I'm gonna introduce you to one of them. He's on his way here now. When he gets here, I want you to give him a warm welcome. Hey, Crew Captain Chaos here. I'm also a canine handler. Here's my dog, Kraken. Release the Kraken. Together we fight crime and keep everyone safe. He's absolutely right. And he has a partner that rides along with him every day. It's his canine. And they work together to sniff out crooks that like to cause you and me trouble. You guys know me. I'm Rob You Blind. Oh, I don't live here. This door was left unlocked. You guys make it very easy for me to steal your valuables. Sometimes I get my friends Chance Wilder and Treacherous Tony to help me. Chance Wilder at your service. I'm the computer hacker and IT whiz. The scammer of all scammers. My friends Rob You Blind and Treacherous Tony often help me. Yeah, I'm Treacherous Tony. I deal illegal drugs and pills. This is just terrible news. Avoid him at all costs. My new friends Robbie Blind and Chance Wilder brought me into their crew. I'll sell it to kids. I give it to them. Ooh, party poopa be safe. You can't stop me. I know my rights. I'm just walking right. around here. All right, all right. I give up. I won't do it again. Uh. Film pack. With more chaos comes more confusion. However, I'm Sergeant B. Safe, and I'll continue to stay Ooh. here to give you your tip of the day to get you on your way. Subscribe now.
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of The Lab featuring Black and Blue. I got a special guest backstage, and I'm going to bring him to the forefront momentarily. I thank you guys for joining us. Make sure you hit that like button on the way in. Make sure you tag, like, and subscribe to the show because we're ongoing. If those of you that are new, this podcast has been running for over four years, but directly this year for Black and Blue, for one year, we've been highlighting police officers all throughout the nation, whether they're rookie, whether they're seasoned, whether they're retirees, and they share their experiences. And that's exactly what we're going to do today. We're going to have a lot of fun while we're doing it. Got to give a couple shout outs to the sponsors. You guys see them in the comments section. Make sure you check them out after the show. Definitely don't do it right now. But MG4 Tech, Merrick Green, he's, he's on here. He's one of our sponsors, one of our proud sponsors. If you need anything digitally done, whether it's a website, whether you have your own podcast, whether you're doing anything online, he's the guy that you need to refer to. He can get your thumbnails. He can do all that technical stuff. I'm not even going to get into the jargon because that's not my thing. But make sure you guys check him out. He'll get you squared away. Also, one of our sponsors is One Way Publishing. Their theme is they can turn a mere thought and turn it into a book that's bought. Of course, you know, I've used them many times. I'm an author of five books right now, working on six and seven. You'll see them in 2023. I can't wait to get them out. But you too should work on your own book, you know? No one needs to write the story of your life except for you, and you need to write it the way you want to. So have One Way Publishing get that thing done for you. And so they're they're also in the comments section. Workwithclee.com will help you get that done. But Sergeant Be Safe, who's one of the sponsors of One Way Publishing, is gonna say it best. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Sergeant B. Safe. One Way Publishing is the sponsor for the podcast Black and Blue. And these books behind me are a few of the books that are on their website. Check out the latest one, The Lab Part 2. It just came out. It's a compilation of former guests that were on the show. But make sure you tune into the podcast. That way you can see cartoons of me giving out safety tips on how you can be safe. See for yourself. Go to the website, workwithclee.com. Subscribe now. And like I said, Sergeant B. Safe will be making his periodic commercial uh, interludes throughout the course of this podcast. We're going to have a lot of fun uh, while he gives us his tips of the day. We are streaming on five different platforms, two on YouTube, uh, two on Facebook and one definitely on LinkedIn. So if you have any questions, make sure you put them in the comment section and we'll acknowledge them and answer them to the best of our ability. If you're watching the replay, you could still do that and we'll go ahead and acknowledge them later. But it, it'll be a little later, of course, because the show will have ended by then. We're also um, like we're streaming on five different platforms. Like I said, if you're looking for a shout out, I can't see who's on here. So if you want the, your shout out, put your name and where you're from in the comment section and we'll give you that shout out that you're looking for. But without further ado, uh, first and foremost, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get into the meat and potatoes. Oh, like I said, I'm sorry. I'm your host, Clee Tillman, the host of Black and Blue, uh, your podcast host, your motivational speaker, your empowerment coach, your author, and your favorite baker's favorite baker, Coach Clee, coming at you. And I got a special guest in the background right now. He's a recently elected sheriff in Arkansas. He's got over 25 years of experience in law enforcement, eight years as a Navy vet, even though Army does lead the way. Well, we already talked about that backstage. I'm pretty sure he's going to roast me when he gets on here. But ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I'm going to bring him to the stage. Leroy, are you there? 
Yes, yes, brother. I'm here, brother Tim. Good to see you. Go Navy. <laughs> Good to see you as well. Good to see you. Thank see you, for you man. Good to us. see you. Absolutely. But before I ask you my first question, Sergeant Be Safe wants to give you a warm welcome to the platform. Oh, this is Surgeon Be Safe. And I want to welcome all you viewers and our very special guest to Black and Blue. So get your questions ready and enjoy the show. a couple couple questions couple comments already we got jimmy jamon on he's saying go navy i'm saying no i can't believe I yeah yeah that. he said go navy even though i know he's <laughs> an army brett <laughs> that was a mistake by me that was totally my fault Full army army leads the way <laughs> yeah i had, had the opportunity to work with him good family and uh he has family down this way and uh we just thank you know thank him for a long-term friendship mm -hmm. uh, so so yeah mr mr nelson he's a he's a great great guy Yes, he is. Yes, he is. I'm pretty sure he's going to roast me for messing that up, but I understand that is my fault. Shayla's on here. She's talking about one of those pineapple upside downs cake coming back. You know, your favorite baker's favorite baker hasn't been in the lab with his pen in his pad for a while. So we'll we'll, we'll discuss that a little later. And, I got and you. Nelson also already a year with Black and Blue. Yes, congratulations to you also. Uh, board of directors, they help keep the show going. Thank you, guys. Mm -hmm. But Leroy, I, I appreciate yes, you platform can you tell us a little bit about yourself well uh, as you first stated i'm a 26 year veteran of the columbia county uh sheriff office right here at uh, magnolia arkansas we're about uh about an hour and a half away from shreveport louisiana uh we also uh border uh louisiana the uh two two different parishes and we also uh have two different cities close to us some might know, uh, be familiar with camden arkansas and el dorado Arkansas and Texarkana, Arkansas. So we're in there. Um, I'm from Houston, Texas, born and raised, but um, the good Lord allowed me to come to Magnolia, Arkansas, uh, meet the love of my life after I served eight years in the Navy, uh, mm -hmm. met the love of my life, and then uh, at Southern Arkansas University, wound up pledging in the greatest fraternity in the world, Omega Psi Phi fraternity, and okay. then wound up, uh, the good Lord called me into the ministry, and uh, I'm serving now as a, a pastor of Life Builders Restoration Church right here in the beautiful city of Magnolia, Arkansas. So uh, I've been all over the world uh, in the Navy as 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 well. But uh, my main focus pretty much is to serve. And that's pretty much what I wanted to do and what the Lord led in my heart to do. Absolutely. It sounds like you got a lot on your plate. And I know uh, with having a lot on your plate, it, can, it can, tends to leave you a little busy, left and forward from left and right. But what's your current position and current responsibilities as of right now? Well, after well before the election, I was the uh, lead detective in um, CID or Criminal Investigation Division. Uh, mm -hmm. I started out in the jail, uh, wound up going on the street, worked on the street for about ten years, and then worked in CID for ten years uh, okay. as well. And my my duties were to investigate crimes, anything. We didn't have a big department. Um, mm -hmm. We probably have about eighteen sworn officers. Uh, but my main thing was to um, uh, to investigate crimes, whether it was sexual crimes, uh, stolen property, uh, for, uh, what they call uh, uh, 
maybe even uh, um, uh, what they would call more of the uh, high high dollar crime, the uh, white collar crime. Uh, but it would just say crime, everything from motor to uh, from murder to motors. Uh, uh, that's what we we wound up doing. So uh, that's that was my thing. Uh, I learned. I went to uh, CID school. Uh, mm-hmm. Went to uh, many of the uh, leadership classes. So uh, that that helped me to be uh, a great detective and a good detective. Mm-hmm. Where I am now. Gotcha. Gotcha. Thank you for sharing. And congratulations on uh, your, your winning the election on being the sheriff as well. I know yes, um, as we discussed a couple months back, I know the, the election was was uh, pretty strenuous and your schedule was pretty tight. So to yes. actually uh, complete that milestone, uh, that's a huge accomplishment and congratulations to you. I appreciate that, man. And I really do appreciate all the support and love that uh, poured you know, through our campaign, uh, throughout the country, uh, mm-hmm. I, I know a lot of people from all states, and so uh, we really had a lot of support. Uh, I ran mm-hmm. as an independent because okay. I just believe law enforcement. Uh, I believe law enforcement should be uh, independent. I, I just don't believe that uh, we should be holding to either either party uh, because mm-hmm. when a criminal or something happens, uh, they don't break in your house and actually you're Democrat or Republican. Uh, you're just a citizen of that that county or state or wherever you may be. So uh, I've always had that uh, just being neutral, but giving, uh, making sure everyone is safe was one of my main things uh, in, in, in this campaign, making sure that we have uh, our campaign slogan was uh, a share for fairness, a share for safe communities, a share for everyone. So I okay. wanted everyone to kind of uh, know uh, what my background would be or what I would do as a sheriff. Uh, and so uh, I, I believe that message really resonated with all the citizens mm-hmm. of our county. Yeah, that, that's a message that everyone can latch on to and it makes perfect sense. It makes a, yeah, yeah, that's the guy who I want in that position. I can see that happening. Yeah. So let yes. me ask you this. What, what gave you the burning desire to have over 20, 25 years in law enforcement itself? What what kickstarted your career? Did, was it from you were a kid and like, ah, yeah, I want to get in law enforcement? Or were you away in the Navy on, on some boat in the middle of the sea getting rained on or something and someone had a speech with you? Or, or what, what actually gave you the kickstart to actually want to go down this career path? Well, uh, as a uh, preacher kid, you know, I was a PK. Um, mm. You know, I, I grew up to where uh, it was all about service, you know, and that's mm-hmm. one of the things that I really want to do. I, I, as a kid, I want to serve. Uh, I looked at the people in the military. One of my schools that I really wanted to attend was Texas A&M. I okay. saw the uniforms. I saw um, I have a lot of people in my family that served in the Marines. So mm-hmm. uh, that's what I really I love the uniform. It's like the servitude was one of the things that I wanted to do as a child. And as I became a teenager, I always saw myself or was in positions where I was serving always. Uh, I wound up being uh, the uh, FCA, which is Fellowship of Christian Athletes. I was a football player and I wanted to uh, be over the FCA. I wound up being over FCA. Uh, Mm -hmm. Then at the same time, got into the military. When I got in the military, I found myself serving. So uh, when, you know, as today's time, uh, Mm -hmm. when people want to quit, give up in me was not in me always because I'm always concerned about what, what other people or what uh, what can I do to help make the situation better? Right. And so from that point, I wound up, uh, like I said, got out of the military, came to school, and then at the same time in my fraternity serving, wound mm-hmm. up coming to the sheriff's office serving. And mm-hmm. so I would always go out and see what the needs of the people. I couldn't satisfy everyone, but right. at least if I can at least do my part. I believe uh, everything was uh, would be okay. Uh, mm-hmm. And so from that point, I wound up serving as a pastor. So mm-hmm. servitude has always been a priority to me always even from my family 
uh, want to serve, to be the best father, be the best husband, uh, you know, to serve and let, uh, because it seemed like, like I said before, it seemed like everybody now is to the point, what's the use? Why, why, why do I have to do that? Uh, and so as a kid, my mother always instilled in me, whether it was by the belt or it was by the uh, extension card or the broomstick, you're going to serve, you know? So, so, so it's kind of like, you know, how young people nowadays, you know, do you want to go to church? That, that question was never even asked. You get up and going to church. So I, I came from a family full of servants and that's uh, pretty much what I wanted to do. And that, that pushed me to be the servant that I am today. Okay. All right. Amazing. How long have you been preaching? Yeah, you probably already covered that, but I may have missed that. No, I've been preaching now for about 20 years, over over 20 years. Um, you know, I, 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 um, I at the same time of being a servant, I always wanted to. I kept hearing a voice uh, as a kid, uh, you know, and that led me mm -hmm. to try to run away from the voice of God, uh, you know, getting out there doing wrong things. Um, but I thank God that he spared my life and allowed me to come before uh, great people. Uh, I don't care what side of the tracks you're on. I believe everybody's great. And mm -hmm. when I begin to see that through the eyes of God, and I'm not trying to be overly religious, but that I just can't help it. Um, mm -hmm. I, I wind up uh, seeing the needs of the people. And so at the same time, um, he, you know, he, he put that servitude in me. I want to serve. So I don't mm -hmm. look at just people. I look at people through the eyes of God as I serve him through mm -hmm. people. In other words, I want to, I, I know how he felt about his people. He loves his people. So that's what I wanted to do was to help out people, the people of God. And so I don't look at, you know, like I said, what you are, or, you know, what, what, what side of the tracks you own. I've been there and I know mm -hmm. what it feel like to be bound. So uh, that's why I, I, I have a yearning. I have a desire to serve. Gotcha. Got a burning desire. Yes. Got a couple comments here uh, for you. Winning the election, Shayla saying congratulations. Thank uh, you, Jimmy Sheila. Jamal. Yep. Jimmy Jamal's on congratulations. Well deserved. Always been for the community and always worked to make a difference. And he's yes, a sir. Yes. Servant yes. leader. Yes, sir. Brother Nelson, he he remembered me. We uh, used to coach football as well. You know, I served as a, a coach for the youth football. And uh, uh, that was many years ago. And so during this campaign, uh, I found out that a lot of them young men who, who I instilled something in, they mm -hmm. are voters and this is what I want to tell, you know, those who decide, decide to run for office, mm -hmm. get into the community now, because yeah. eventually you might you might not make that sheriff or police chief or, you know, there's some places that they vote for police chiefs, but mm -hmm. you already have the heart of the community by getting out there already being seen and being involved in right. uh, in our community. So uh, uh, you ought to start now, you know, getting, in, you know, going out to the little civic organizations or helping with football or, or, or baseball or whatever you can do in your community. Because like I said before, I didn't realize, I finally realized it when I went to a function and uh, my old sheriff went there and he said, hey man, uh, all these people for you. Now I can say that I was pretty much the only chocolate chip on the cookie, if, if, you, can, if you can get that. <laughs> but, uh, but, but I told him, I said, half of the guys that's in here, I coached. So mm -hmm. Of course, when they were talking about who's for sheriff, they said, oh, yeah, that's Leroy, man. Oh, yeah. And so so that's what, you know, and and, and that's anything, not only just if you want to do civic service, but I, I, like I said, I believe that we ought to be able to get out here and talk to our young people, not only talk to our young people, but our older people who've mm -hmm. seen the communities go down. You know, they have something to say, but they're afraid to say it because they're, they're afraid of the repercussions that's going to come afterwards. You know, so um, that, that was the thing. Like I said, I, I really want to serve and I really wanted to. Uh, I have a pastor to serve and and, and mm -hmm. that's 
my main my main go getter. That's what pushing me in this and and pushing me to the position where I want to serve. Though, gotcha, gotcha. So now that you're in this new position as the the, the sheriff, the elected sheriff. Uh, for 2023, what are your plans and goals to make a positive impact in the communities? Being that you've already uh, been coaching and been in the, the public side for many, many years, uh, and the public already trusts you, they've shown that they've trusted you otherwise because they came out and voted for you. So, uh, yes. what what are some of your your plans to move the community forward positively? Well, one of the things is not only by me um, being more involved or being freer not to be involved. Uh, getting some of our officers to come out from the from the desk uh, behind the uh, the wheel, getting mm -hmm. out there, start talking to young people, um, not only young people, like I said before, talking to, to the community at whole, and start mm -hmm. finding out what are some of the areas because, like I said, law enforcement, there's no way that we can uh, solve all the problems, right. but there's a way that we can have our finger at least in every situation. You know, uh, everything from stolen, uh, uh, you know, uh, cars to dope. Uh, you know, we should be able to have uh, have the confidence from our community to somebody to come and talk to. And you know how it is now. You nobody want to know they to give their name or anything like that, but they still want to let you know that these are things that happen on my boulevard or my street mm -hmm. or in my community. So I believe that as my officers are the officers that are at our department, uh, I believe trying to get them out and be seen at the basketball games, the football game. Uh, mm -hmm. Not only that, being able to go talk to our youth. Uh, who were dealing with depression, uh, going mm -hmm. to our, our elder centers, you know, uh, talking to them and, you know, because then they're waiting years of their life. And so, they, oh, yeah. you know, some of them are to the point where they feel like, hey, uh, you know, my life is over with, uh, you know, what, what can I offer? And I want to tell you that uh, one of the things that during the campaign that I talked to another sheriff, one of my good friends, and, you know, we both came to the conclusion, uh, I believe we, we said that, uh, that, that uh, you know, we should visit the homes more. Uh, we mm -hmm. should visit more of the uh, uh, what they would call the elder centers because they're voting block, too. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, it was more than just the votes. It is about uh, uh, reaching and, and touching those hearts of your community to let them know everything will be OK. And right. I, I believe that uh, getting my officers out or getting uh, being had the sheriff department be more uh, being seen doing something mm -hmm. rather than just speaking. And I believe that's one of the things that, that we are going to do in our department, get us out there. Um, being able to be seen and be mm -hmm. more visible, I think that'll help us out even tremendously. I think so as well. I know uh, community policing has been a hot topic on this platform uh, for this entire year. And that sounds like that's uh, uh, a 101 uh, community policing right then in itself, getting out and being available to senior citizens, uh, middle age and your youth and uh, the, the full run of the gambit. So uh, yeah. I, mean, I think yeah. you've got a grasp on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You see, we also uh, now we're in the digital age where, you know, mm -hmm. all young people have social media. I mean, yep. you know, now it's like uh, I have a young son who's playing football. And so um, they're on digital media. And I believe that we need to have officers able to understand digital media. You do have some officers that don't like this new technology. They don't like, uh, <laughs> you know, Facebook. We didn't have all that. When we grew up. You know, right. uh, uh, you know, so they don't understand it. And I believe some people just don't like change. They don't like uh, stepping out into the new uh, the new millennia, as they would call it. So uh, I believe that what uh, one of our things now is that getting officers to look and see, you know, what's going on, who's who's tagging, who who's doing different things on mm -hmm. social media platforms and uh, how things are getting started. And I believe that that's one of the things uh, as uh uh, uh, officers, we're going to have to invest our time in. You know, mm -hmm. I, I just I got my uh, what they call it, an uh, Instagram account. 
Uh, uh, I don't know anything about. I just all I know about is a Snapchat or whatever that is, Snapchat or whatever. I, I'm just trying to get on all social media platforms so I can at least know what's going on in our community because yeah. our children will tell you what you know. They'll tell you what's going on. So, so yeah. I believe that that's one of the things also that we as as officers, uh, especially in my department, we're going to be able to have a division where our social media platforms will be mm -hmm. able to get out. And, and and interact with our young people so i believe that's one of the things that we need to do gotcha yeah social media is here to stay i know do know that uh as yeah. far like I, one of my cousins um told me that facebook is for old people which i know my cousin is is still a teenager and all oh yeah but, yeah <laughs> yeah that's so why I, I don't think we can that's all thing we can really uh uh really maneuver there's other stuff uh now nah, man this just put me in the back somewhere <laughs> yeah yeah well it is we're, we're starting to come into the generations that uh, uh only know social media only know having yeah. uh i remember I, I know showing our age going back to the day when we didn't have social media we didn't have cell phones we actually had to go outside and play and those were good days and i'm glad because yeah. it's been a record of things that i did growing up now we're coming yeah. into the, the generations that that's all they know and that soon that's going to be the only the, the highest form of communication yeah well you know and and i know we, we don't want to tell our age but you know, during those times when we rode our bike and uh, made guns out of sticks, um, um, it, it, it opened up our imagination, it opened up our broad, it broadened our imagination. And so a kid can be anything that he want to be. But now uh, I, I just remember uh, now just seeing now these young people, their their minds not stimulated. And now mm -hmm. you got more uh, on the social media part, how devious I can be. You know, mm -hmm. picking at a young person or sexting or different mm -hmm. things like that. You know, now that type of mindset. You know, if, if I show a little flesh now, can I? You know, what else can I show? Can I show my body parts? Can I do this and wind up actually damaging themselves more? And all mm -hmm. we had to do was, with I made a post up there on Facebook about eight track tape players. You know, and I said, no, you know, we didn't have a reverse or rewind on that because the music was good back then. You know, mm -hmm. now I don't know all this little choppy stuff that everybody listened to. I, I can't get into all that. I mean, I'm, me and my son and my family just went out to eat and he's playing some music. And I'm like, dude, what is he talking about? You know, we, we had people like KRS-One and, and uh, <laughs> you know, Boogie Down Production that we uh -huh. had good people. Mm -hmm. The only crazy, I would say crazy, but the only guys that talk like that was actually uh, what they would call English majors. And that was DOS Effects. You know, they, 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 okay. they so, so they, but, but they made sense. And I'm not putting everything down. I'm just saying they got good beats. I just don't. I can't grasp it. Maybe some of the football injuries we talked about earlier is coming back in my mind. <laughs> you know, I, I I grew up with ghetto boys and and different yeah. stuff. So young people now, like I said, is you know whoever heard of just download your music. You making an album and they just download on the phone. You know, yeah. we had to go to record stores and the cassette stores and buy different stuff. So I mean, like I said, technology has changed so much. But uh, if we don't engage it, we're going to be left behind. Absolutely, absolutely. Made a good point. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're going to take a pause for the cause because we got to take a time out for certain. Be safe. You guys stay tuned. We got more of the show coming. Insanity. Doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Surgeon Be Safe here, and I'm stuck in the office. I'm stuck. You want to know why? I'll be completing reports for stolen vehicles. Yeah, that's right, stolen vehicles. I tell people all the time to lock their doors and put away their valuables. However, this continues to happen. Do you 
know that about approximately 95% of all auto thefts can be prevented? Here, let's go for a walk and I'll show you a few examples. Example number one, you go to the store and you leave your car running. Little do you know that Chance Wilder's on the prowl. Uh. He sees your car running with the door unlocked, gets in it, and they're off! At the start. Oh no! Frustrating. Let's move on to example number two. Ooh. You're at home and the car's parked for the day. But you feel safe and secure and believe this could never happen to me. And there's Rob you blind going from car to car. Uh, just got Party caught though. Poopa, be safe. Hands up. You're coming with me. Ooh. People leave their car doors unlocked and believe it or not, their keys in them. Here's video footage of someone going onto someone's driveway and entering their car. And guess what? Stealing that too. Even if you don't keep your car key, don't keep your spouse's key in the vehicle either. Believe it or not, they park right beside you. So therefore, take the extra step, lock your vehicle, and take your keys inside. So here's a little bit of information for you. If your car is ever stolen, and then I find it and recover it, it's usually not in the same condition that it once was. It could have been involved in a motor vehicle accident because of joyriding, or just have more dent scratches and damage on it. You'll get an incident report and a tow bill. Your insurance company may cover the towing and recovering fee, but you could also have to come out of pocket with some extra expenses. So now let's move on to example number three. Parking lots at major businesses are prime target shoppers. Lock your doors, put valuables away, park in well-lit areas, and definitely do not, I cannot stress it any harder, leave your vehicle running in the par parking lot. Because no matter how many times Rob you blind and Wild Chance go to jail, they will always take advantage of a prime opportunity to take your valuables or steal your vehicle. Don't be an easy target. Hands up, you both are coming with me. Ooh. These are just a few examples of how you can protect yourself and be vigilant with your property. Uh. And that's your tip of the day to get you on your way. back ladies and gentlemen boys and girls thank you guys for tuning in to black and blue we just took a, a brief pause for the cause starting to be safe giving out his friendly tips i hope you enjoy that he's a fun cartoon character to have on here on this platform but we are we had backstage leroy martin we've had a great discussion thus far and we're going to continue on that discussion leroy you still here yes sir still here man there we go. Hey, so we talked about the kids and, and playing outside and social media and how the with being on social media, it kind of, well, playing outside, it evolved our imagination. We, we used to play, make guns out of sticks and playing outside, breathing fresh air, getting some vitamin D from the sun, getting so many good things. Now we're dealing with a lot of kids and mental health issues or, or parents with mental health issues. Or, or being on meds, whether they're legal or illegal, prescribed meds or illegal meds, self-medicating in so many different ways. How are you seeing uh, height and, and mental illnesses throughout adults and children? And how do you think we as law enforcement throughout the nation should take on this challenge on dealing with these crises? 
Well, uh, I believe everyone has seen a spike. Um, mm -hmm. I, I believe it's more of the social uh, status that we're dealing with today. Um, you know, the fears that we're having um, mm -hmm. that, that, that is triggering those mental parts. Um, uh, you know, when we talk about mental illness, we used to think of uh, the children that used to ride on the shorter bus or the small bus. Uh, they had they had more physical ailments. Uh, and, and those are people you can kind of deal with because at least they have their mind. When you lose your right. mind pretty much, I mean, it is to the point now to where uh, we as law enforcement are seeing people that we uh, played ball with, uh, went to church with, uh, seeing mm -hmm. in the grocery store, all of a sudden just snap. And now you don't, you're not understanding why are they like that. Now, we understand a lot of times uh, drugs are the main, main one of the main, uh, I would say, perpetrators, or perpetrators of that. But then mm -hmm. we also have to deal with people who's been dealing with sexual abuse, uh, mm -hmm. uh, who's also dealing with uh, uh, physical abuse. And after mm -hmm. a while, uh, sometimes people hold all that in and it just it just comes out. And so uh, just like in, in the thing we're dealing with military people, PTSD, you know, mm -hmm. that's another form. They might have called it something else. But each one of us or each one of them are doing uh, having that type of uh, uh, what's the episode that's causing them to not grasp it mentally. And so uh, you asked about what can law enforcement do? One of the things that we could do, like I said, if we've been seen out there, uh, I've noticed that a lot of people have mental issues. They'll respond to people who they trust. Uh, right. uh, they go to see maybe a psychologist or something like that. Those are people who they trust. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, I've seen that. I mean, they hollered at me, did whatever. But when they see that you care for them or when you uh, are a person who like to de-escalate, you know, that's mm -hmm. what we're dealing with now is officers must take uh, de-escalation de classes now. When you're able to do that, now some of them, they're more physical. You're going to have to use less lethal devices um, mm -hmm. to pretty much calm them down or to get them under control. Because mm -hmm. like I said before, you're seeing now uh, most, of, most of the school shootings are people mm -hmm. who are dealing with mental disease or mental situation in their life. And so a mental breakdown. And so uh, I, I believe in society, we, we're, we're not... We'll, we'll push that to the side because we feel like we can treat it with medication, but there's only so much that medication can do. You're going to have to be one who have to engage with a person who may be having a mental episode, and you're going to have to be able to be that person to be uh, uh, what, what I would call more of the de-escalator de than the escalator. You know what I mean? You have to be the one uh, being able to talk to uh, people. Uh, and like I said before, I've seen more of a spiritual aspect to that um because of the simple fact as the bible says uh uh you know the enemy does recognize jesus he recognized uh, uh, mm -hmm. uh somebody who's walking with the lord he recognized that and as you go and walk uh this walk uh i'm telling you it, uh, it is to the point to where a law enforcement officer nowadays is going to have to have that spiritual weapon as well not only his gun, his, his vest, his pepper spray or, or pepper ball gun, or whatever he's using, mm -hmm. he's going to have to have that spiritual aspect to him because you're walking through the shadows of the valley, of the, mm -hmm. through the valley of the shadow of death. You're doing that. And so I'm telling you, a lot of times we uh, take our guard down and many of us have, uh, uh, have actually lost our life because we thought, well, okay, if he see me not being uh, so aggressive toward him, uh, then, uh, you know, maybe he probably won't do anything to me. And all of a sudden, it's, it's, it's vice versa. You'll mm -hmm. find that some of the people have, have really gone and they're more chemically uh, dependent on something. And now you can't really uh, reason with them. So right. like I said, as an officer, you're going to have to be safe 
but at the same time, you still gonna have to be that type of person to be. You can you got to flip it on and flip it off. You got to be able to talk to them and try to talk them down and de-escalate the situation. So I believe that all law enforcement eventually will have to take some type of class dealing with mental illness or mental health. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when it comes down to uh, 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 people who we engage in daily, not saying and, and many of us in law enforcement, what happened is we'll go ahead on and arrest them to get mm-hmm. them in a place where at least they can be safe. But then the mental facilities won't take them because yeah. they have that charge on them. And yeah. uh, I'm on the board uh, where, where we're dealing with mental health and you start seeing young people in the age of two, three, four, even five years old are uh, dealing with mental illness because mother or father was addicted to some type of uh, 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 illegal sub- substance. And so now their, their, their brain has not functioning or haven't mm-hmm. fully developed. So now we have to deal with that in young people. And that's mm-hmm. why I say being visible, being a person that they can see and trust will be a must for the officer of today. Absolutely. You hit a, a couple of good, a lot of good topics in that, in that breakdown. And that's, which is very true. Um, and I know, uh, well, for, for, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, go ahead and hit that like button. That like button is for free. That like button helps keep that platform going. Let's get those likes up. But we're having a wonderful conversation. We got Leroy Martin right here in the, in the lab with his pen and his pad. We are on black and blue and we just got done talking about mental health and mental health being in our youth. Uh, and as you, as you were coaching in your community, um, in dealing with you, I know mental health is a big thing right now. We a lot of departments have co-responders. Uh, we've learned de-escalation techniques. We've um, gone through um, uh, CIT training. A lot of uh, departments throughout the nation. So actually, I remember I remember coming in law enforcement, and things were either a civil issue or a crime. And yeah. in, and sometimes in the middle, you would help someone change a tire or do things like that. But everything, yeah. everything you fell in this realm. Now there's two. There's a lot of, of different realms that we fall into because anytime the situation is chaotic, the public calls nine one one and they expect us to fix it. And we're yeah. fixers. We're, we're public servants. We want to fix it. So therefore, dealing with with a lot of individuals with the public, and you know for firsthand by dealing with the kids, you, they trust you, so they come to you with information. Uh, how, how do you think departments in the nation should take on the challenge? of dealing with individuals with mental health where the public or the, uh, the society may not trust or know that officer or that department? Well, like I said earlier, uh, it is up to that officer um, not to just do his shift and go home uh, and deal with, you know, my four no more. Um, you're mm-hmm. going to be the father or the mother uh, of a child that has a father and a mother. And I know that might sound strange, uh, but I found a lot of children uh, love discipline. I, I know people might not think so, but they want somebody mm-hmm. to feel safe around. They yes. want somebody to uh, tell them what to do. And when you don't tell them what to do, they feel like that you don't love them or you don't care about them. And so when you talked earlier, we talked earlier about the young kids. I mm-hmm. said a lot of them been diagnosed as a, somebody that's got mental issues. And all he really needed was a you know good swab in his behind mm-hmm. or, 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 or a belt or something. Uh, because uh, most kids get to the point to where they've been told they have never been told no. They've never mm-hmm. been told. They've always got whatever they wanted. And so mm-hmm. they feel like I can crap on anybody who I feel like it and I can treat you any way I feel like it until they meet somebody that's going to stand up to them. And then you 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 have a battle on your hand. But yet, though, I found out that these young people will uh, respect you more because you went to battle with them. And you mm-hmm. conquered uh, whatever situation that they were dealing with, uh, because I found out now that they'll come and call you 
in the middle of the night, Mr. Le- they'll just say, Mr. Leroy, this happened, this happened, and you'll mm-hmm. find out they'll find wind up trusting you. So, mm-hmm. like I said, I've seen many parents call me and say, Hey, my kid is not doing this in school. Now, mind you, I still got to deal with mine. You know, I still got to deal with my kids acting up and doing whatever. And so uh, I believe that that, that when an officer, uh, when he's a disciplinarian, uh, maybe, like I said, I'm not saying you got to be rule your house with, a, with an iron fist. But I'm saying when they see that you set boundaries and when you begin to uh, say, no, we're not going to do that. And you mean what you say, then people will, I guess they will grasp to that. But I believe a lot of them, like I said before, I'm seeing more of the chemical part where uh, it's more of uh, young people hooked on, uh, whether it's K2 or or lean Mm -hmm. or something like that. It's more of Mm -hmm. now their brain is fried and now they don't care anymore. And so Mm -hmm. when they find out that you care, uh, it is more for them uh, to go out and you begin to talk to them and you begin to see. They say, hey, he cares about me. I might Mm -hmm. still be off a little bit, but he cares about me. Uh, mm-hmm. I've seen many of them where, uh, you know, they, they don't know what, who they are, where they, where they come from. They don't know anything. And you begin mm-hmm. to talk to them and you'll see some someone won't respond to you because right. they don't know you. But the ones that do will respond to you. Uh, like I said, it's, it's to the point where, hey, OK, now, listen, you act up. I'm going to have to do what I have to do mm-hmm. to get get you under control. But I've, I'm seeing more of the chemical part uh, rather than the actual, you know, uh, more mental part that, that that's the mental that's causing um, mm-hmm. You know the, the the act out the aggression. I'm seeing more mm-hmm. of that uh, in my line of uh, line of work. That's that's what I'm seeing more of. Gotcha. And an interesting point that you, I, I, what I realized and what resonated with me is that uh, when once you stand up to the kid and conquer what whatever situation they're going through, they, they it, in turn you think you created an enemy, but instead you created an ally because they respect you and and, yeah. and they they come to you and they give you information. I know yes. uh, coaching, one, one of the coaches I, I was dealing with, I learned from, uh, he, he said, you know, a lot of the kids uh, you feel may, may you, you may think that something's wrong with them, but they just need somebody to care about them. So they yeah. have to know that they if they do something wrong, somebody's in their life that they can disappoint. And yeah. once they know that they, they you if you, you disappointed me, your actions disappointed me, I'm upset with you. He he said that hurts them more than anything else. Once they know yeah. they they have your trust. Yeah, I had a uh, I had a murder, um, mm-hmm. where um, and I was with I was just being I was trained I was trained by the Arkansas State Police, um, and um, he, he kind of told me say, hey man, he said since you good with these kids, just tell them you disappointed in them. Just tell them just you disappointed them, and uh. I started getting to talk to him and, and, you know, read him his rights or whatever. And, and I, all of a sudden I said, man, I'm just disappointed in you. Man, the kid cried, told me the whole thing, told me what happened, who the players were. And so that is true because, like I said, a lot of young people will respect somebody that's respectable. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Who they see that's out in the community uh, doing what's right, doing right by his family, doing right by God, doing right by the community. And they respect that because if they see you in the same place as they're hanging out, their respect mm-hmm. factor is gone. Now, like I said, if we're doing security, okay, I, I got that. But, you know, uh, and that's one of the things, like I said, we got to kind of deal with when you're talking about mental health. Um, mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that we deal with, especially in our community, uh, you know, when they see policemen or, or law enforcement officer, the first thing they say is, you see that man over there or see that woman over there, they're going to get you when you be bad. So what that does yeah. is that, yep. puts, that, that puts that stereotype in their mind that mm-hmm. all police are bad. And so from that point, that trust factor is gone. And so what I have to do or what other officers should do is when they go and say, no, we're not going to do it. As long as you ain't bad, I'm the good guy. As long mm-hmm. as you're not doing wrong, 
I'm the good guy. I'm the guy that's going to help you. And so I had to learn how to do that because uh, uh, now my kids know they're, they're terrified just seeing the lights because they seen me in action. And like mm-hmm. I said, for all these kids, a lot of times when they're going home to home that don't care or the parents that don't care, that's mm-hmm. when the mental part comes because rejection is one of the things that many people cannot handle. Uh, mm-hmm. And when they see the mom don't hug them or dad don't hug them, mm-hmm. or there's nobody. Then the gangs open up and say, hey, I'll give you love. It might not be the right type of love, but mm-hmm. I'll give you that type of love or attention that you desire. Mm-hmm. And then they say, you know, that's when they start talking about, you know, family. If it's because they blood don't mean they can and all of mm-hmm. those stuff like that. So so here we are. We're in a situation where our young people are actually believing uh, some of the stuff they're being told at a young age. And it's mm-hmm. actually detrimental to them. And so, like I said before, I think that that's one of the things that law enforcement, we're going to have to overcome the stereotypes. That's one of my things in, in my campaign. I said, my mm-hmm. thing, I, what I want to do is delete the old stereotypes of the of the, the plaguing stereotypes of law enforcement and give them positive ones. And that's mm-hmm. what we want to do. Even our older people, because our older people, our older generation is saying that nothing being done you know a law mm-hmm. enforcement ain't nothing. they all crooks because nothing being done and we tell them in this and then nothing happening so we got to you know secure their thoughts as well because they're going home at night sleeping uh, uh barely sleeping because they're afraid of being robbed they're afraid of being abused you know mm-hmm. in anything like that like manner so we got to make sure that when we talk about mental health that we give everyone that satisfaction or we try to give everyone that satisfaction and right. put their mind at ease that's why i believe that's what we need to do especially as officers of today's uh officer mm-hmm. and speaking of the kids again let's just say again let me give you a hypothetical let's say uh um uh, age range uh 10 to 15 year old male or female comes up to you in an underserved community uh they they come up to you and they're like wow Leroy, you know, I looked at you. I know your family. I know your your your, your some some of your kids. I know kids that you uh, coached and dealt with in the community. Uh, I, I look at you. I've seen uh, you come up through the ranks as far as I can see, as, as from their point of view. And I want to be just like you. Uh, uh, what kind of uh, from the, your experiences, from your hardships and your successes, and you reaching the level that you're at right now? What kind of advice would you give that individual? Well, one of the things, like I said, I got to go biblical again. Always place Christ first. I always put him first. Mm-hmm. Um, as a kid, like I said before, I always uh, was put in situations where my faith was always dealt with. It's always, always was, uh, 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 my faith was always tried. And mm-hmm. uh, one of my favorite scriptures uh, is Psalms 23, where I was always to believe the Lord is my shepherd, you know, and, and I went all the way down in every situation that I was in. Uh, I always quoted those scriptures all the time, mm-hmm. even through the roughest of my times. I always placed them first. He said, acknowledge me in all your ways and he would direct our path. And so that's one of the things, one of the scriptures that I love. And I'm, it's funny that you mentioned that because um, when uh, I, I, they have these d- digital billboards uh, mm-hmm. that's here. And, uh, and I'm going to be honest with you, one of the point, point of my uh, campaign, I didn't know I was going to win. Uh, by that large margin Mm -hmm. but uh, it it was to the point to where i was um doubting i I felt like that they was gonna find some votes they was gonna find some votes in the corner they was gonna wait right down and they was gonna uh what did some of the people say joe biden me they was gonna find you know (laughs) i'm up four four thousand votes they gonna find four thousand and twelve votes somewhere and so i was i mean all those type of things ran through my mind Mm -hmm. but what happened is is one of the young person one young 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 kid 
I say he was about 11, maybe 10, 11, around that age. And he saw my picture up there. And he says, man, he said, um, Mr. Lira, I saw your picture up there. He said, man, I want to run for sheriff. I want to do something like that. Now, mm -hmm. that that's me. And that made me to the point where I said, okay, we good to go now. All right, I'm ready. Let's let's get, let's, let, I couldn't wait till November 8th to happen. So I'm like, I'm ready to go now. Because that was mm -hmm. one of the things that really blessed me. And so uh, uh, I believe as a young person, like I said before, if I wanted to give some type of, a uh, 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 way to do it or whatever, I would say put Jesus first, put God first, number one. And then mm -hmm. what I would do is get involved and, and be studious in your classroom because mm -hmm. a lot of things are going on that we should have learned in the 11th, 12th grade uh, mm -hmm. civics and different stuff. Who is the mayor? Uh, who is the, the, the county judge? What county am I in? What is mm -hmm. my zip code? You know, these type of things that we must know and we're supposed to learn that from grade school on to high school. Right. And all of a sudden, now you find yourself learning it all over again. Well, you're wasting time now because these are things mm -hmm. that you should have been equipped with. And so I just believe mm -hmm. that, um, uh, uh, you know, if I'm going to give them some type of tip or pointers, decide that another one not only get involved, but do what's right. Do mm -hmm. it right the first time. Don't, 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 don't listen to, I mean, if I could listen to some of the people that told me, I would have been further along than I am today. Yeah. I mean, I believe a lot of times we got to find out that the fat media is grease. We got to find out for ourselves. And I believe that's one of the things that, 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 you know, not saying that if you fail, it's not saying that, that, that you are a failure, but it's right. the point of not getting back up going forward is the, is the point that where right. you missed out. If you, if you get up and go and say, okay, I messed up on this, but I'm not going to do that again. I believe you'll be successful in anything that you do. You do those deals, do those three things. I believe you'll be successful. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and, and like I said, don't let nobody uh, just damper on you. Don't let nobody push you down to the position where you feel like you're lesser than, and you feel like that you are, uh, 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 you would never achieve anything. You know, mm -hmm. like I said, I wound up talking to a class right after the election and I wound up talking to him and said, you can achieve anything you want to as long as you put Christ first. If you do that, I'm telling you, the sky's the limit for you. Mm -hmm. I like that. I like that. It, it, it's real, real, very, it, it hits home and it's, it's true to nature that uh, to be successful, you do have to take a little lumps as well. You will okay. fail at some things, but fail, you learn from those failures. Those failures are like bricks that you keep stacking up and then yeah. you, you keep building those bricks and eventually you're going to have that wall and that wall is going to be the wall of success and you'll be able to climb that ladder up and you'll be right on top. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And you, you, you have to do that because, and here's another thing, you know, we might not think so, but there's somebody dependent on us. There's mm -hmm. somebody always dependent upon us. And mm -hmm. if they see you fail, their fall is going to be even greater. Oh, yeah. Because you do know that as we in law enforcement, we get inspiration from people who don't look like us. We get inspiration mm -hmm. from people who don't, who don't do like us. You know, you have people mm -hmm. who have handicaps that are doing well much more than we are. Mm -hmm. We have people who went through so much and they're still fighting every day. So as law enforcement, we learn from you uh, or with this from the citizen and the citizen mm -hmm. learn from us. And I believe we do that. That's nothing that's impossible that, you know, that that's yeah. to us. Uh, I just believe that if we can learn from each other and like mm -hmm. I said before, place, place Christ first, that's nothing too hard for him. That's nothing too hard that we couldn't uh, overcome. Right. And, and I remember uh, backstage you were talking and you, you said this on the platform itself, uh, coming through the ranks of uh, your department, you were the only uh, uh, chocolate chip on that cookie. Can you share yeah. some experiences of being only the chocolate chip, but still making it out sweet? Well, you know, the, the thing is, is that, um, you know, I would say every department 
is a little different. I didn't I didn't allow that to uh, mm -hmm. categorize or better yet to uh, uh, what would we say stop me from anything. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, because my mom, my father, I had too many people, like I said before, that were dependent upon me. Right. And I just said that the failure was not an option. Right, so, right. you know, you might go through certain calls where um, you're the same color they are and they don't respect mm -hmm. you. They'll mm -hmm. just look at you like, well, huh, who are you? Yeah. Then you go to other calls that they don't, nobody looks like you and everybody respect you. So yeah. it's just, I just believe it just to happen to chance of just the situation that you're in. And you have to learn from each each situation that you're in and mm -hmm. use it to your advantage and like right. i said before it, it started to change when uh everybody starts seeing me everywhere you know what i'm saying when i mean going to different venues or different uh different pla uh, places and everybody starts seeing me everywhere so now when the election came these people remembered me and so right. they he showed up at uh my 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 son's funeral Oh, he showed up at my daughter's uh, uh, car wreck. Oh, he, they mm -hmm. start seeing me all over the place. And mm -hmm. then that kind of crescendoed everybody like, hey, he is the man, you know. And, and I'm, like I said, forever grateful for all those people who voted for me uh, mm -hmm. and to put me in the position I am now. Uh, but like I said, you know, I, I just believe, uh, you know, the, 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 the things that we're dealing with today, um, you know, uh, uh, it is overnight different. Whereas mm -hmm. you can scream racism, but now everything is being recorded. Yeah, you know everything yeah. is being recorded on on different. Uh, uh, everybody got a phone. You can scream and say, "Hey, they treated me wrong," or because of my mm -hmm. sex, or because of my my my, my political views, or my, uh, my even my uh, uh, what we would call uh, uh, your um, your um, uh, I would say more of your uh, what do we call it your religious views. I, mm -hmm. I was trying to find the right word, but your re religious views, you know. People in uh, the way I am, I'm more in the Bible Belt, you know. So, so I couldn't let that that type of situation overtake me. They, I couldn't let yeah. that. So what I did was I just trusted in the Lord, and and yeah, it was some times that people called me the N word. It was some mm -hmm. time, and it was by both sides, whether it was dark or black, you know, black or yeah. white. Yeah, they, they called me the N word, and, and and so I could not let that affect my my duties to do what's right. Mm -hmm. in, in front of everybody. So like I said before, I learned early how to decipher a better and how to take and do what was right, even mm -hmm. though everybody said it was wrong. Right. Right. Good answer. Good answer. Gonna kind of change gears right right here with uh this next question right now. Okay. Uh, Throughout the nation, uh, we had the beer virus going on. Um, I don't like to say that you know it, uh, social media is funny if you put certain words out there. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Beer virus that went on. Um it, it, it changed a lot of things and a lot of agencies, a lot of different departments, uh, even whether it's law enforcement, whether it's healthcare, whether it's so many different things, they're having trouble finding qualified applicants and recruiting people, finding individuals that want to work. I know uh, college kids or, or kids coming out, out of the military, they, they want to, they're kind of leery. They kind of want to put one foot in, one foot out on trying to get in, involved in law enforcement. And some of their questions are, am I good enough? What kind of, do I have enough skills that, that would be, uh, provide me to be uh, successful in this career? Or just find, trying to find applicants. Other caveat of that is you got a lot of seasoned officers that kind of they're doing the quiet quitting. They're 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 tired. They don't feel like doing this anymore and trying to retain them. We're doing this as a nation. We're, we're, we're met with this challenge on trying to still keep this profession moving forward. How do you think we as a law enforcement agency throughout the nation can meet this challenge on finding qualified applicants and keeping our seasoned officers? 
Well, uh, the way I see it is um, we're now having uh, more, I would say, um, we talked earlier about the cell phones. Mm -hmm. And I believe the cell phones stop us from communicating uh, or better getting more involved. You know, your cell mm -hmm. phone now, a child's cell phone is his world. Uh, yeah. We've seen reports where young people actually literally burnt the house down or shot their mom or dad yes. because they took the phone. That's their life. And like mm -hmm. we said earlier, that broad imagination when we was kids, it, it it made us learn how to share. It made us get out of our shell. It made us more aware of our surroundings. Stop being mm -hmm. more selfish. So um, I believe right now we're in a position where we have young people and people going into this. Uh, I mean, it's all over where, hey, I'm not going and I'm not doing for that type of money. That's number one. And number two is, uh, uh, is I'm not going to be talked crazy to by somebody because I'd have been and pulled my gun. I didn't shot him. Mm -hmm. So now people are not, their, their communication skills or better yet, their socialization skills are not there. And right. now you have a, a young person who says, I'm not going to do this. And, and guess what? That comes from uh, when we was kids, you get up and take the trash out. So yep. if I don't have to do anything, I'm not made to do anything. I'm not made to work. So yeah. I can do the hustle. Come on, somebody. And uh, what we see on TV or better yet, even on the Internet, that you can learn, you can wage or better get that type of money just sitting at your desk. So that's making more people more now lazier and that's making more people unconcerned about the neighborhood when they're, uh, uh, you know, their camera and, and the videos and everything is right at the tip of their finger. So mm -hmm. we have the, 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 the young people coming or better yet, the, the, the novice coming into our, in, into our profession. Uh -huh. Who don't know how to talk to people? Who right. don't know how to uh, handle situations? Don't know mm -hmm. how to de-escalate anything? You have mm -hmm. those people, and, and and sorry to say, they're coming right out of the military because yeah. now our military is being softer. Come on, some, I'm just talking, just being real. Our military I, I, is being softer. Hear the preacher coming in? There you go. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, I was about to get an offering somewhere, I you know. know. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 what I'm saying is that our military is being softened, mm -hmm. and now our, our, our country is being dumbed down. I mean, I'm not like I said, I'm not Democrat, Republican. I ran as independent, but I'm right. just speaking the truth. Our country being dumbed down, so dumber stuff is going to take place. And, and and what I don't understand is that you have a person who lives in the community, grew up in the community, and then he sees all the stuff that's going on, wants to do something. But here's another thing that we got to deal with. They're scared of peer pressure. When we yeah. both of us made that made that solemn swear and have that oath uh, that we said about defending the Constitution and de defending against foreign and domestic, that's nothing worse than seeing your own homeboy or you were homegirl that you grew up with, and now you have to arrest them, and now they try to tell you that you will sell out or you are somebody that working for the man and and you act like you all that or whatever, but you committed the crime. Especially and so now we got that type. Yeah, we got that type, and now we got our seasoned veterans that said, what's the use? Because if I arrest them, the judge will let them out within 24 hours. By the time I, you know, so now you got a, a, a both parties not caring. So now you got those, we, we have those people like ourselves who say somebody going to have to take the trash out. Somebody got to uh, uh, clean up. Somebody got to wipe the thing down. We have roaches all over the place. And, and thus, that's an extra load upon us when you have people who viable, who are able to do but refuse to do so and so right. like I, I heard that old saying what it is a shame on a, on a dog that don't bark in it on his own porch you know and this is where our communities are going down and this is why our nation as a whole is going down because we cannot uh, sustain i think it's by design mm. um 
I, I think it's by design to make sure that our departments cannot handle the load that we are tasked to do. Now, I, I just think that's what happened. I think we're we're we're, we're being uh, dumbed down by the mm -hmm. powers that be, and and now instead of being that officer like me and you, I'm not saying we're all that, but I'm just saying right. I know we have an oath to try to keep uh, our community safe. But that that's that's it's not a thing of the past. Not saying it's all done, but it's right. it's creeping in more and more, and you're right. seeing more officers. You know, like I said before, that's why they don't go. Uh, when they get out of work, they don't go to the basketball game or go to coach a football team or do whatever because what's the use? And both sides are saying the same thing. And this mm -hmm. is why I'm saying the season officer, it is worth something because one day one of these one of these young people or one even older person will come to you and thank you for the many things that you've done. And mm -hmm. and and that right there ought to light a fire up underneath you. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I don't want me to take up so much time, but um, when the um, um not george floyd but um oh i can't think of the other one where the young man was shot by the police uh i believe it was in wisconsin and um it was all over the news mm -hmm. and uh, there was a young man who um who uh reached out to me I, I forgot about it it happened maybe about 10 years ago mm -hmm. and um i was out one time and the chief of police of our city was out and we had a string of murders going on where he caught one of the young men he wasn't involved but he knew he was pretty much mentioned. So right. the chief engaged him. Uh, they got to fighting. Well, mm -hmm. I, I saw him and I got him a vehicle and I, and I tackled him. But the chief was coming out with his gun. Mm -hmm. Well, long story short, he thanked me because he said, Mr. Leroy, you saved my life. Mm -hmm. That could have been me during that time. And I have kids now. And mm -hmm. I teach my kids now. There are some good officers. Mm -hmm. I, he said, I was one where I hated police. And he said, I really thank you for saving my life. Now, at the time, I'm thinking, well, that's that's not saving your life because I, you know, did that. But then as I thought about it, the, the chief was coming out with his gun mm -hmm. and he was getting ready to blast him. And, and and I just happened to be there. And what I'm saying is that this young man thanked me. Now, there are some that won't thank you. They'll just still call you a pig or whatever. But 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 I'm just saying that, uh, uh, you know, uh, for the oldest, for the older officers, we're still going to have to carry that torch because mm -hmm. there's nothing worse than that light go out. And then we in total darkness. Yeah. Yeah. He, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, he hit a lot of nails on the head with that one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, and and so even the scripture tells us, let our light so shine that men mm -hmm. can see our good works and glorify our Father which is in heaven. And like I said before, that's the light that's in me to serve because I know mm -hmm. this is what our Father will want us to be. He, he will want us to go out and serve and do, uh, you know, he even said in his word that he became a servant. So mm -hmm. that's one of the things like I said before. Our young, our old and young coming in, your main thing is to serve. What is mm -hmm. one of the models of, of a law enforcement? To serve and to protect. Yep. So that's what I believe we lost sight of that because of some of the issues that we've seen in our media, some of the issues that we saw on different, uh, 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 you know, different things going on in our communities. Mm -hmm. And and I'm gonna be honest with you, I was one young man that hated police too. I I, mm -hmm. I told the Lord, I said, God, I am not going <laughs> to be a preacher and i'm not going to be a law enforcement officer i told god that i'm telling you now i said that i was my thing and i know one of the things he said about i was going to be a professor football player i had the mm -hmm. i had the size i had everything right i was ready to go I, that was my dream and i told god god i'm not going to be because i saw what my dad went through and mm -hmm. i also saw what what you know what happened with the police i mean i mm -hmm. i got pulled over and you know harassed and different stuff but mm -hmm. then i saw there's much much more to law enforcement right. than 
actually people will will let you see so that's what i'm saying we we have a problem and especially in in our community where we have our officers who are out there fighting tooth and nail and not mm -hmm. and getting hit from both sides yeah. whereas as, like you said i'm a detective where uh you have people who will yeah they'll give me information but mm -hmm. we, we can't use that in the court of law you you know we can't use hearsay we got yeah. to have evidence and yeah. yeah we know what happened but but yep. and, and so people think well they got away with murder i've seen it where they don't get away with murder they might got away for for right now mm -hmm. but things happen to them that man we could never do to them i mean things happen yeah. so uh, right. I just, I just believe, man, that um, you know, uh, we, we, we as the as the uh, African American officer, not trying to make it just, but I just want to show you from our eyesight and right. the people out there that we're getting hit from both sides, and then going home to your family, that's all you have because your family uh, will be the one that uplift you because they're know. I, I, like I said, my family a lot of times see me come in defeated. They see mm -hmm. me come in, you know, to the point to where you're trying to make a difference in your own community. And some don't appreciate it, yeah. but I thank God that, that that I do have some people who do appreciate it, and they do uh, uh, appreciate. It. So that makes me uh, that that puts more fire into me to keep going and to right. keep going forward. Good, good. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you, thank you, absolutely, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Stay tuned. We're gonna take another pause for the cause, and we're gonna come right back. All right, Sergeant B. Safe got something to say. Guys, I just got this vape from Treacherous Tony. <coughs> it tastes pretty nasty, but I look cool with it, right? You guys should give it a try. Be cool like me. Nah, you look pretty stupid. And if you get caught with that thing, you're gonna be in big, big trouble. Besides, I heard Treacherous Tony is that lame guy who likes to come around and hang around little kids. If you're hanging with him, you must be lame too. Come on, guys, let's get out of here before we get in trouble like Cooper, too. <coughs> oh, no, Sergeant, be safe. You kids get out of here. Cooper, tell me where you got that from. I won't snitch. <laughs> <coughs> I don't see what's so funny. Vape pens like that can lead to harder drugs and cause more problems for you. They're not appropriate for little kids such as yourself. So I suggest you do the right thing and tell me who you got it from. Treacherous Tony gave it to me. Tristan, <clears throat> I want you to take me there now. Are you? Yes, I'm Treacherous Tony. What do you want? Do you have a card? And why are you selling this to kids? Yeah, I got a medical marijuana card. I don't sell it to kids. I give it to them. You give it to them? What kind of an adult are you? It's a vape pen. What's the big deal? Are you kidding me? The big deal? Get out of here, Sergeant No Safe. Sometimes I just wanna, yep, I think I will. All right, all right, all right, I give up. I won't do it again. That's right, you won't. You're off to jail. Put your hands up and come with me. Remember kids, what's made for adults aren't suitable for kids. Those vape pens may look cool, but they are not good for you. And that's your tip of the day get you on your way oh no sergeant be safe <laughs> subscribe now
All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back. You know, that's a commercial with Sergeant Be Safe. You know, it's a fun way to get some tips and some information across. You know, certain things are accurate, certain things aren't accurate, but it's entertainment plus it's a learning experience. But we're going to jump right back into the interview. We got Leroy Martin right here. Is Leroy, you still here? Yes, sir. Still here. Perfect, perfect. We had a great interview going on. And through the course of conversation, I may have forgot some things or while we're, we're talking, it may have jogged your memory as well. Is there anything that we have may not have shared or anything that you would like to highlight or cover and, and share with us here on the platform? Right now, the floor is yours. Well, you, you talked earlier um, about uh, influences. And, um, you know, during my time, it was uh, my coaches um, hmm. who instilled in me, you know, by Christ. Um, you, you know, um, those are people who really influenced me because they came from the old school. I did too. Um, you know, like I said, you know, uh, today we're, we're, we're grasping for those uh, uh, people who are going to enlighten us, mm -hmm. uh, who are going to lead us to where we need to be. We're, we're asking for those people. I mean, we're acting pretty much begging for those people to step up. And that's why I'm talking about the seasoned officers. There, there are some young people, some young officers that are going to influence you uh, that, that's going to you you can influence to be the officer that you are and, mm -hmm. and so yeah we 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 we're getting ready to go out into the sunset and we get ready to go you know go ahead on and, and meet our lord and savior but mm -hmm. that that light has to be transformed back to them it can't be taken with us but it can't be left here on this earth for young people to uh for the younger generations to go ahead on and use the same tools that we use to be the great officers that we are Good point. Good. Thanks for sharing. Leroy, it's been a pleasure to have you on the platform. Uh, we learned a lot. We got to share a lot. We got to laugh a lot. Uh, we got to take some things lighthearted and we got to get down to the nitty gritty and get some serious topics out and, and, and discuss them too. Uh, I appreciate you coming on the platform again. Congratulations to you on your newly elected position. I'm sure you're going to do a great thing. I look forward to watching you flourish and thrive and be in a positive impact on the, the, the community. And when one you, you help one community, you know, a rising tide raises all ships and it, it helps us all out. And yes, we sir. appreciate it. Thank you for coming on the show. Uh, I don't want to monopolize your, your time too much more, um, but I truly appreciate it. You're more always welcome to come back on Black and Blue and we'll have a tremendous interview. Yes, sir. I, I, I made sure I hit that notification. So man, when you come on live, I'm, I'm, I'm there, man. Uh, uh, just you know, I just want to make sure that I'm a viable part in law enforcement. And uh, like I said, if other officers want to reach out to me, you can. Um, you know, I'm on uh, Facebook. Uh, also, mm -hmm. uh, I have my Instagram. Uh, so you can look at. Uh, I, I believe on my Facebook as EVG is Evangelist uh, Leroy Martin, uh, okay. and then also my uh, Instagram, and also I'm Sheriff Elect Leroy Martin, and that, that page is going to change to Sheriff. Leroy Martin come January 1. So, uh, you know, I, I believe that uh, you're doing a great thing here by uh, making this podcast because I believe other officers want to talk, but they can't mm -hmm. because they're scared of retributions. Mm -hmm. um, I just I just think that other officers, and I think that we need to have uh, more dialogue because I promise mm -hmm. you, we're going through the same thing. It mm -hmm. might just be a different flavor. We're going through the same, same thing in our communities, uh, especially, uh, you know, especially even in my family time. You know, mm -hmm. I'm looking at my kids and uh, they, they grown now. They're in their 20s and get ready to move off. You know, I, mean, I got two mm -hmm. kids in college and one in high school. Mm -hmm. And so it's like one day they grown or one day they born. Yeah. Next day they're in college, you know, getting ready to walk down the aisle. You know, what I mean? and so uh, many people don't realize the number of hours that we spend away from them. Mm -hmm. And we don't. And, and, and so uh, sometimes my kids sometimes and mine of us expressed that they felt like that they was left behind because I was so busy mm -hmm. with the community. 
yep. then I was forgetting about what was at home. So that's what I'm saying. And I believe, you know, we all need to kind of reach out to each other because then it could have been what what if I would have stayed more with my kids or what could mm-hmm. happen if I spend more time with my children, you know? Yeah. So, uh, and like I said, that's why, I, you know, I cherish the time that we are together. My kids know I don't hold nothing back from them. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I spit the realest, as they say. And uh, <laughs> you know, so so that's what uh, the thing is, you know, we, we really need this. We really need this broadcast. And I'm hoping that this broadcast, and you're, you're on five different platforms, I hope it wind up being on so many broadcasts that you go syndicated. You know what I mean? I believe that's what we, that we wind up seeing your face uh, uh all plastered all over these social media platforms uh to to big numbers you know what i mean and i, I just hope that law enforcement have a place to come to express uh their 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 views and different questions you know that they mm-hmm. might have hey did you have this going going while you was going yeah. through the ranks did you have that you know and, and so i believe we all pretty much went what it said we all ate from the same dirt pile you know i believe <laughs> that's what we did you know? <laughs> absolutely made double good points there man i appreciate it I- Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you guys for tuning in. We go live weekly. Each week we have a special guest. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you who the next guest is, but 2023 is right around the corner, and we're, we're going to take it by storm, and we're going to continue on and have fun. Thank you guys for tuning in. We love you. 10-4, over and out. Oh, don't go anywhere. We still got another commercial, but, you know, make sure you guys tune in, all right? Here we go. I can't wait until my new children's book is finally published. Just riding along in my car, listening to music. Yeah, of course you are. And you're not looking in your rear view mirror either. OMG, is that Sergeant B safe behind me? Guess I should get out of the way. Oh my goodness. Pull over to the right and get out of the way. There's an emergency up ahead and I need to get there. Drivers, you should be operating your vehicle with your radio at a reasonable level. You should also be aware of your surroundings, including what's behind you. So when I come through with my flashing lights and siren, you can immediately get out the way and I can go help whoever's in danger or whatever emergency is happening. Those seconds that it takes for you to pull over are very valuable. Me and my friends need every second imaginable so we can properly serve you. So pull over to the right immediately when you see our lights and sirens so we can go save a life. Ah, my packages have finally arrived. About time. I'm sure glad I live in an area where nothing happens. Only action around here are deer chomping on people's flowers. I'll take him in after I get done cutting this head grass. This is my favorite pastime. Aha! I see a package left unattended. (sighs) Another crime of opportunity. Easy pickings for a guy like me. Oh no! There's B-Safe again! Sergeant B-Safe, is that you? It's good to see you. Looks like I'm right on time again. Rob, you blind. Get out of there. People make it so easy for me to get caught. Hold on now. He really wanted to steal my packages? 
Yes, he did. Sergeant B-Safe, you're the best, the coolest cat in the land. You saved the day again. We need more like you, brother. We need more like you. Trust me, I truly appreciate the glory and accolades, but you can really thank me by being vigilant over your property and making my job easy. Well, back to jail you go. Ooh. Package thieves are the worst. Even if you can't get home in time, invest in the security camera so you can catch these thieves. And their next view will look like this. Trust me, this isn't a good view. These seats aren't made for comfort. They're made to transport. Kids, this is one seat you don't want to sit in. Just imagine what your parents would think. Ooh. And this is Sergeant B. Safe giving you another tip of the day to get you on your way. Subscribe now.